You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl Podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. What's up, Mega Bullers? Welcome to the Derek's Mega Bull Podcast. This is episode 18. I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me, we have the man with the stash, Eric Barsh and Jake Smith. The first round of the Mega Bull playoffs is in the books, and not a whole lot of surprises. Most of the top dogs ended up moving on. No underdog 24 seed one, including myself. I got my butt kicked by Eric's better half, Hillary. But it is what it is. All three of us, Eric, Jake, and myself, we're out of the playoffs. So now we're just sitting here as fans, rooting for the people that we know. Or more so rooting for Hillary so that she can prove to everybody that she's better than Eric. I think it's already been proven, but. I never we'll lost see. to her. <laughs> We have a fun episode. We're going to talk about week two matchups. Eric's going to touch a little into the waiver wire. But before we do that, let's say hi to the guys. Eric, Jake, not that exciting week or of a week for the Mega Bowl for you guys, but how'd your other leagues go? Eric, how'd yours go? I won in every league but my Dynasty League that I'm taking in. So it was a good week. boy. Jake, I also won in every league except my dynasty league, but I needed to win in my dynasty league. Um, now I'm in second place in that league, but first place in my other two leagues. So all is all is well. Give me a percentage out of a hundred, like between dynasty and redraft. How much more do you care about one versus the other? Um, like for me, I'm I'm. 80 20 probably dynasty like i care about those more than i do my redraft leagues 80 20. yeah that's it all right yeah i'll probably put it like 75 25. yeah not that i don't care about my redraft leagues like yeah i wanted to win the mega bowl but i i don't know maybe it's because i put way more time in dynasty so dynasty dynasty is just like there's repercussions and there's there's stuff that could happen for years to come with what's going on with it. These are players that you have year after year. Uh, so if they're, if they're doing well or doing poorly, you know, that could, that could make or break you for, for a long time. Yeah. I think in dynasty, there's just, there's a lot more variables that go into it that like, like Jake said, affect you for in so many other different ways of, of your team. Whereas in redraft, you know, you could lose a trade this week and next week, but it could help you and, you know, win three weeks from now or in the playoffs that can really set you up. And then next year you, you have, you really don't care what happens if that player is leaving that team or if they get hurt, because it doesn't really affect you. Right. Right. If, well, I, if, if, you know, if I have a guy in dynasty that tears his ACL right now, I might lose him for next year. Right. And if you just have a bad year in redraft, you can just reset completely for the upcoming year where if you have a bad year in dynasty or if your team just sucks, good luck resetting. Cause you actually have to rebuild that team by trading, by drafting. Yep. 
Yeah. So if you're not a dynasty player, if you're listening, and you're not a dynasty player yet, and you're interested in getting in one, reach out to me because I'm sure I could hook you up with somebody. I've considered starting another league. So I love dynasty. You're completely missing out if you've never tried it. All right, Eric, what do you got for the waiver wire? What should we be looking at this upcoming week? So I got a few names that this is one of them weeks that I don't think there's a slam dunk pick. You're looking for a guy basically who can just score you a touchdown and get you by, get you 10, if you're lucky, 15 points. Um, A few names that I saw. So J.K. Dobbins is going to practice this week. Highly doubt he plays, but he did just have like a cleanup surgery on that old knee, so he could be back this week possibly. Um, The Jets' backfield, pick your poison. Zonovan Knight should get the bulk of the carries if Michael Carter misses. But Ty Johnson plays most of the third downs, gets the catches. So – I don't really know who to get there, but someone in the Jets' backfield is going to be something. Um, it sounds like Najee could miss maybe, maybe this week, maybe the rest of the season. If he misses the rest of the season and you're playing the long game, Jalen Warren's probably the name to go get. But for this next week, I think Benny Snell's probably the name to go. Then the 49ers' backfield, Eli Mitchell got hurt last game, and he is out for the year. Um McCaffrey has a sore knee. I'm sure he'll probably play this week, but they might limit his carries. So Jordan Mason's probably the guy there. But if you want to take a a dart throw, Ty Davis Price could be a name too. Um, He's been a healthy scratch, but Jordan Mason's more of a special teamer. So I think that's probably why. Um, It sounds like ETN's going to play. So Jamichael Hasty is probably not a big pickup, but he could be somebody who can get you some three or four catches and maybe sneak into the end zone. And then uh, the last one is going to be Amir Abdullah. Um, Josh Jacobs, it sounded like the coaches actually didn't want him to come back in the game before he ran that long touchdown. Wish he wouldn't have. <laughs> I bet you do. He beat me. He, I mean, he that, that long touchdown, that, that finished me for my dynasty week. That, that was it. So that's what gives me pause in thinking that he's too hurt because if your calf's hurting so bad that your coaches don't want you to play, and then next thing you know, you sprint 86 yards for a touchdown, it's probably not that bad of an injury. So, But, but Amir Abdullah's been getting three to five catches a game, and he looks pretty good with them. So some receivers, though, would be like Zay Jones. Um, he's probably on a team somewhere, so I don't know if he'd be available or not, but – him or uh, uh, I had another name here too that I can't. Really Isaiah think. McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie, that was the one. Yep, for the Bills, he plays in a short week because he plays Thursday night against the Patriots, but he had a a really good week. Yeah, I like some of those people that you brought up, especially Jalen Warren. Like you hit it on the head. I think he's going to be the guy when he comes back. He's just been a little bit banged up and it will probably be Benny Snell, Anthony McFarland this week. But after that, Jalen Warren, I mean, he's a three down back. He can do it all. And they've liked him since Harris has been there all season. He's been getting, stealing some of Harris's work. So I really like him in the mix and Jordan Mason, Jordan Mason's a guy I spent a lot of fab money in my dynasty leagues. 
to get early in the season, especially when Elijah Mitchell went down. I thought, oh, this guy, you know, has the potential to be a stud. Never got in the game, but he got in the game last week. I think it was because Mitchell and McCaffrey got hurt. But like you said, Ty Davis Price, he'll probably be healthy this week. And one thing too, don't forget about the Jets backfield. James Robinson was a healthy scratch last week. So I do think he'll be activated this week and be, I mean, they did trade for him. He's proven that he can do something, even though I don't think he was the same back pre-Achilles tear, but no. Yeah. I think Zonovan Knight reminds me of James Robinson with a little more burst. He's a one cut, good vision, not nothing spectacular. He's just a one cut guy. Go hit the hole. Right. One player too. I have two other guys I want to add. Deshaun Watson. I know we've talked about this before the season. We've talked about it during the season. He's eligible to come back. And I was telling Eric and Jake, I think this upcoming week, I could see because they are playing his former team, the Houston Texans, I could see Cleveland being like, hey, let's stick it to Houston. Let's help him stick it to Houston. And if they're in the red zone, if they're in the goal line, like, let's make sure he runs it in or let's make sure he throws it in. Let's let's pad his stats and make sure he has a good game because, I mean, that's what I, I don't know. It's just a bad breakup between Houston and. Who benefits the most um, on the Browns with Watson coming back? Is it everyone as a whole or do you, you, you know, yeah, one guy in particular that maybe stands out that'll benefit more? I think, honestly, David Bell could benefit a little bit. Um, I think Donovan Peoples-Jones, he's been pretty hit or miss, but he's been coming on, stealing carries or stealing targets from Amari Cooper. But he's kind of a one-trick pony. It's straight downfield, which Watson had good luck with Will Fuller with that. But I think David Bell underneath, that could be a guy that Watson wants to build some chemistry with. I don't know. You think David uh, Bell does not drop balls. You think – Joku um, lives up to his contract the rest of the season. I do. That's a guy that I I see benefiting big time from Watson coming back. I can see that. He's been doing pretty good already anyway, though. Yeah, Mamari Cooper will be. Oh, he has been, but yeah, kind of inconsistent. Yeah, Amari Cooper will probably be more consistent. He'll probably have a year at least five catches 70 yards every game because cooper can just run them or he has got great route running he's going to get open and that's going to be his first target so i he'll be consistent but i do think donovan people jones is a good one just because of that deep ball threat watson clearly has a better arm than jacoby Brissett. so yeah that'll be exciting one to play out and the other guy i like is tight end foster moreau darren i mean it feels like every week he scores you know, he's not going to put up big a, numbers, but he gets a target a share. Yeah, he he gets the targets every game. I mean, he's averaging six to seven targets. And if you're getting that for the, from the tight end position, especially if you're scoring a touchdown, I mean, yeah, he's a good play, especially with the tight end position being as scarce it is, as it is. If you have, unless you have Kelsey, you really don't have anybody because Andrews isn't doing much. Hawkinson has been pretty consistent with the Vikings. I mean, he's been having, five, you know, four or five catches a game. He's scored a couple times. So outside of that, there's just nobody at that tight end position. What an ugly season. Yeah. Look at the, what listen, an ugly to, season. listen to the names we are talking about. Yep. I mean, 
Zonovan Knight, <laughs> Foster Moreau, Jamichael Hasty, like Foster Moreau is has been more consistent than Waller was bef- before Waller was injured. This year. This year. This yeah. year. Derek Carr's not good. <laughs> Question for you guys. What's up, numbers? What's your take on what's your take on Damian Pierce right now? Is he a must start anymore? Like if you're if you I'm trying to think of players you might have on your bench. Let's say I I just can't think oh. of a situation where you would have him and be playing him and have someone else that you could play. Let's say you have a backup like Gus Edwards or Zay Jones or DeAndre Carter, who's been finding the end zone. The last two weeks, he has had under a yard rushing or per carry. He has been pathetic. And now they're going against Houston, who's not a bad defense. Cleveland. Cleveland. Or Cleveland, I meant, yeah, Cleveland. And now Kyle Allen's at the helm. Like, do you think Kyle Allen's going to move the ball better than what Davis Mills did? I don't. No. I I just. The worst position you can be in is having Damian Pierce on your team right now and having a good team and having him be your RB2 because it would feel terrible because you feel like you have to start him, don't you? Right. Yeah. But it's the way he started out in the season and he probably got you into the playoffs. I would start every guy you mentioned over him in a heartbeat. And these are guys that possibly could be on the bench. I mean, like Gus Edwards, he was probably picked up recently. Um, I'm trying to think like even Van Jefferson or Allen Robinson, guys that you just couldn't start. Well, now they're the team's number one. So even Michael Gallup, like you said, Michael Gallup. Great one. So I don't know. It was just the thing that if you're a Damian Pierce owner, I don't know how many people have Damian Pierce in the Mega Bowl, but just period moving forward, he's a tough, he's a tough start. I did, I did read a tweet tonight that DeAndre Swift, even as a backup right now, coming back from his injury, is averaging more points per game than Damian Pierce, and he's getting way less touches than Damian Pierce. So that's how. If you're a dynasty owner, that now is the time to sell Damian Pierce. You may have missed your window because with them drafting so high, I could see them. And there's a lot of running backs next year. They're going to be free agents. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but holy shit, there's yeah. a lot of good running backs that are going to be free agents. So it's going to be they're, fun. They're going to be a dime dozen. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be fun next year seeing all the different movements. So, all right, Jake, do you have any waiver wire or you want to move on to the playoffs? But let's just, you guys touched on a lot of them that, that I was going to talk about and let's move on. All right. All right. Round one is done. We are in round two. We have some of the teams, well, teams five through eight in the playoff seeds. They're going to get their first round action. And then we have the ones that were lucky enough to escape the brutal quad matchups. So we're going to start in the NFC. We have the battle of the eight and nine seed. We have Nick Werner versus Andrew Ferguson. And are we even able to see these matchups yet? Quick question for you. What's up? Do you have our record from last week on who we picked or no? I do not. I do not. Thanks. So it's probably not good, but I know I picked Hillary to win. So 
It's good enough for me. All right, yeah, so Nick. Okay, so Nick Werner. Looks like he's going to start Deshaun Watson, a guy we just talked about. He's going to roll the dice with him. He's got Nick Chubb, his partner in the backfield, Cam Akers, Amari Cooper. Wow, he is rolling with Cleveland. Uh, Jalen Waddell, Traylon Burks, who has been hot lately, Debo Samuel, George Pickens, Andrew Ferguson. He's got Joe Burrow, Jamal Williams, the Red Hot Josh Jacobs, and Justin Jefferson. Foster Moreau, a guy that we just mentioned. Darius Slayton, Aaron Jones. He does have James Conner, who is on a bye. It looks like he can throw in. Ooh, he has Deontay Foreman on a bye. He'll probably he put Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Well, get, Jerry, in. I know. I was waiting for you to say something about that. I don't know. It, Nick, <laughs> Nick is really banking on Cleveland's offense clicking with a guy who hasn't played in over two years. That scares me a lot. Especially when he can put use Tua. I mean, Tua has been a sure thing. Tua I would, plays the Niners. Yeah, that's a tough defense, but I and, do think they'll be able to. Ball. Left or right tackle just got hurt, I think. Yeah. Tua's yeah. Tua's, Tua's going to be a tough start this week. I'm going to I'm going hmm. to, you go Nick Warner. I don't like the Cam Akers start, but I don't know who else he's going to put in that situation because he needs a running back and he's got Deontay Foreman on a bye. Oh, I, I'm going to go Andrew Ferguson this week. I feel like Andrew's been a real hot team as of late. Justin Jefferson, he's going to get his. Josh Jacobs, assuming he plays, the guy's been a rock star. Darius Slayton's been very underrated this season yep. when when he's been the guy he's putting up points and he's a guy that can stretch the field so i do like him i think that's a sneaky play aaron jones he's aaron freaking jones so and jamal williams <laughs> scores a touchdown every week whether we want him to or not he somehow scores a touchdown i'm going andrew ferguson i i'm also going andrew ferguson um i i think uh I, I'm not real big on Deshaun Watson in week one, even though he's going against the Texans. He hasn't played in two years. He doesn't yeah. hasn't played with any of these guys. He might not even be good anymore. Um, but I'm also I'm also looking at Andrew Ferguson's team, and he has he has a lot of studs going. Um, yeah, I get feeling in there for James Conner. Yeah, that's the Josh Jacobs. Just, just Justin Jefferson, uh, we, a guy we just talked about, Foster Moreau. Um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Andrew Ferguson. Can you guys agree with I, me on this? Either Nick Chubb or Deshaun Watson, one of those two is scoring 30 points against the Texans, right? I would bank on Nick Chubb, which is yeah. fine, but even if but, Watson puts up 10 or 15 points. I mean, I, I don't know. I still would. If, if you're getting 30 from Chubb, I'd go with Tua. Tell me, so, seen, I haven't seen anybody shut down Tua yet. So here's, you haven't here's seen him a, the Niners, have you? Here's another guy that could score 30 that plays a really bad defense, Aaron Jones. If Jordan Love plays, Aaron Jones is not scoring 15. Rodgers is playing this week. He basically said it on the Pac Mac show. Even though I feel like they should just see what they have in Jordan Love. Yep. Somebody needs to stand up to Aaron Rodgers and tell him what's up. Just tell him to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next matchup. For $50 we have million. Dollars. 
we have the division winner Parker Jackerine versus the number 13 seed Kevin Kamnitz. All right, we got the battle of the Patrick Mahomes, Parker and Kevin both have Parker, or Patrick Mahomes. Parker's got Cordell Prowson, Josh Jacobs, Chris Olave. See, he's got Paris Campbell on there. We'll see if he rolls with him. He's got Adam Thielen, Evan Ingram, Van Jefferson. Oh, man, dude. How the heck did you get in the playoffs with this lineup? Kevin Kamnitz, he's got Mahomes, like I said. Miles Sanders, who just came off a rock star game. Damian Pierce, guy that we're scared about. Adam Thielen, Josh Palmer, Foster Moreau, Devontae Adams, Tony Pollard, Aaron Jones. To me, this is pretty much a slam dunk one right here. Going Kevin Kamnitz, Parker. I actually tried to get Parker on the show tonight, and he just texted me probably 10 minutes before the show saying, no, I'll, I'll pass. I'm going to be one and done anyways. So he's basically waving the white flag. I don't know what happened to his team. I'm guessing injuries derailed him because I can't see this being. I don't even know who his number one pick would have been. Right? Like looking at that, who is his number one pick? I'm trying to think. Mahomes. He might have been in my division. So I'm wondering who, who he probably had. Oh, he had Cooper Cup. He did oh. have Cooper Cup. He dropped Cooper Cup. So okay. that was a big. Yeah. He, he won, yeah, nine and three. Yeah. He had Cooper Cup, dropped him. So that's a big reason because I'm seeing you're starting two tight ends Van Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Paris Campbell. That's a tough. That's a tough five players to stuff right or start right there. I'd probably throw in DeAndre Carter, just hope that Michael Williams doesn't play or Mike Williams doesn't play, but yeah, Kevin Kamnitz, landslide. I think it's a blowout. I agree. I am 100% against you guys. I am actually going Parker Jackery in here. Josh Jacobs is the difference maker here. I think Miles Sanders and Damian Pierce are not going to be good enough at running back to go against Josh Jacobs, who faces the Chargers, which is probably the worst run defense in the league. Aaron they're, Jones? They're a, push at, they're a push at quarterback. Van Jefferson, if Stafford plays this week, Van Jefferson is a sneaky, really good play. And then... Just, just look think, at... Josh Jacobs could score 40 points. Look at the... Look at Kevin's flex spot going up against Parker's flex spot. Well, I would put Adam Thielen up against Adam Thielen's, obviously. So you're going Chris Olave <laughs> probably against Devontae Adams. That I'll take Adams. I, yeah. I would too, but that could be a 2020 push. Right. I mean, it's possible. And then Tony Pollard, he could go for 20. He could go for two. I, I'm just saying, I, I'm yep, going I, Parker here. I think Evan Engram might not get a target. I don't think he's going to start Evan Ingram. At least I hope he does can, it. Can we just say this, that Trevor Lawrence the past month has been exceptional? He's been better. I, th- I, okay. I don't think he has very good wide receivers. And the fact that he's making Zay Jones relevant. Right. Christian Kirk. Yeah. I mean, Christian Kirk. <laughs> he's throwing outside the numbers better. And that's what yeah. he's got that arm strength and that precision throwing that he can make those throws, those NFL throws instead of throwing across the middle. And he's doing yeah. better doing that ever since right. his bye. All right. We yeah. have. Come on, Parker. Stick with it. <laughs> Don't give up. Hey, Parker, you got somebody on your, your fan base right there. All right. We got Tyler Thomas, the number six seed versus the number 11 seed, Nick Budin. Nick has been a guy that I've 
said, I think we'll win it all this year. I've said that from the start. I think his team is just rock solid, but we'll see right here. All right, Tyler Thomas, he's got Jalen Hurts. He's not going to play Green Bay this year or this week, so I don't expect Jalen Hurts to go for 100 points again or in 200 yards rushing, but you never know. Isaiah Pacheco, Antonio Gibson, DK, Justin Jefferson, Kelsey. He's got Red Hot Christian Watson, Slayton. Buden, he's got Josh Allen, McCaffrey, Barkley, Olave, Gabe Davis, David Njoku. He's got Mike Williams in there, but I don't think he's going to play. He's got Rashad White, who really needs Fournette to miss. He's got Kyron Williams in there, too. Looking at his bench, he does have Cortland Sutton, who I'd probably still put in there. I'd put Sutton in over Kyron Williams. He does have Hollywood Brown on a bye. Yeah, I... Tyler Thomas, he's got bad buys too. He's got James Conner and DeAndre Hopkins on a buy. Elijah Mitchell, who's injured. Man, I got to go with the guy. Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm going to let you guys pick. So, Ooh. Nick Bowden is a buddy of mine. And I hope he wins, but I'm actually going to go Ty Thomas here. Um, Nick got burned last week in our Dynasty League that we're in by – or no, he didn't. Jake got burned by Christian Watson. I just think Ty Thomas having DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson. I never got burned by Christian Watson. So then Nick did. Yeah, Nick got burned by him last week. I think he's going to get burned by him again this week. But I just think if Ty Thomas wins this week, beats Nick, and he'll have Hopkins and Connor back, I'd watch out for that team. And Isaiah Pacheco, he's he's doing well. Like yeah, he's he, he's just progressively getting better and better and better. Yeah, two, I agree. I mean, he has two RB twos basically. Yeah, he could be a sneaky play. Jake, what do you think? I'm I'm going Nick Budden. Uh, just just look at his his top three there: Josh Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. Um, I, I don't I don't care about Pacheco. I don't care about Gibson. His yeah, his receivers are all right. I, they don't they don't match up well, but uh, Fournette he probably isn't going to play this week, so Richad's going to get a ton of those carries and targets. Um, I would get Sutton in there. Um, it, you know that if Mike Williams can't go, you can at least play Sutton. Otherwise, you can play him for uh, Kyrie and Williams. Um, and Dallas Cowboys defense. I mean, you got you got to look at that. I agree. Hey, defense. Jake, I, I like this. This defense is rubbing off on you because defenses do matter, especially when you're the, when you have very first time it was brought up and I brought it up just to bring it up. Yeah, I almost said the Dallas Cowboys defense, but I figured, nah, these guys never say anything about defense. They don't want to hear me say anything more about them. I, I'm going to go Nick just because I, I think he's. He's my pick to win it. I said this early in the season, and I said actually Ooh, I thought this was like that. Season, and I I'm picking you, Nick. Don't let me down, man. All right, our last NFC matchup. We have the number seven seed Joey Arneson versus the number ten seed Mike Clements. Both guys, I believe, are listeners of the. I know Joey does. I think Mike listens as well. All right, Patrick Mahomes is the man for Joey. He's got Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry. That's that's sexy right there. Scary Terry, Chris Godwin, who has been hot, Amari Cooper, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders. Wow. 
didn't realize Joey had a real good team like this. He also has Jeff Wilson, who I would, I guess, where do you even put Jeff Wilson in this lineup? We can talk about that in a minute. And Latavius Murray, man, and Brian Robinson. Dude, all right. Mike Clements, he's got Josh Allen, Singletary, Eckler, Amon Ra, Jalen Waddell, Mark Andrews, P. Ryan, but I don't think P. Ryan is going to be the guy this week. I think Joe Mixon is back. He's got Donovan Peoples-Jones. Looking at his lineup, he probably will throw in, I don't know. Yeah, he's in trouble. I'm going, Joey. I don't even have to say anything for Mike. Mike, best of luck, man, but I think you're running yeah. into the bus saw. I'm going Joey. Uh, his team's stacked. Boy, you you think Nick's gonna win it? I know. I'm seeing this now. Holy I, crap! I think I think Joey Arn Arnson's gonna win it. Yeah. I mean, his tight end is Gerald Everett. That's his weak. That's his only weak spot. I, I but don't he's got mind Nick. him. No, he yeah like, he, he gets, in a year where tight ends are really inconsistent. I like I like Gerald Everett. So here's his bench. Brian Robinson, Tyler Algier. Yeah, Brian Robinson, Tyler Algier, Jeff Wilson, Michael Gallup, Darren Waller, Latavius Murray. Three starting running backs on his bench that he could throw in. And and he's starting four running backs. Man, let's... I'd, I'd maybe go Jeff Wilson over Scary Terry. That'd be my only possibility but who knows i'm going joey jake you and joey eric yeah the clean sweep i'm going joey but i don't think his team's good but i don't think clements is going to lose by that much i think his receivers everybody forgets amon ra had like 30 last week jalen waddle probably had 20 25 it's only just, played the first half right I, Mike just doesn't have any depth in his, in those flexes. That's what that's what's going to kill him. If you told me yeah. Nixon was going to miss again this week and Deonta Foreman wasn't on a bye, I mean, I think it's it could be. It could oh yeah, I think that definitely helps. Then. What? Yeah, I think that definitely helps for but sure. I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to be able to hold with with hold his rally he's on right now along with Miles Sanders and Aaron Jones to lead him to the championship. I don't think he's a championship caliber team, but it's a good team. Though. Yeah, it's, it's a very good team. We shall see. All right, let's d- dive into the AFC. We got the number eight versus the nine seed, Chad Olmstead versus the Hillary Barch. All right, Chad, you're up. You're going against a tough matchup right here. She laid down or she laid the smack down against me and, She's probably gonna put the people's elbow on you. All right, Chad. He's rolling with I, Thomas Edward Patrick. What's that, Jake? No, sorry, you're going through the lineup, sir. No. All right, nope. Chad. He's got Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. He's got Eckler. He's got Singletary, Debo, Amon Rod, Najoku, Mike Evans, Gus Edwards, Slayton. Looking at his bench, that's probably who he's gonna go against or go with. And then Hillary. I know she's got a quarterback debate whether she goes with Geno Smith or Deshaun Watson, but she's gonna roll with. Gino right here. She's got Michael Carter, who is somewhat injured. Samaje Pirine, who is probably not going to be the guy. Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, Kenny Gainwell, Deontay Johnson, DeAndre Carter. So looking at her bench, she does have Mike Williams that he plays, could go in. She does lose Hopkins to a, a bye, and Leonard Fournette possibly might play, but if not, 
Sorry, Hillary. I'm on Chad's side this week. I just think you're you hit the jackpot last week with Samaje or P Ryan and Carter. And also, I mean, losing Hopkins, that's a killer. Yeah, sorry, Hillary. Go on, Chad. What do you guys? Eric, you have to pick Hillary. Obviously, because she's gonna win. No, I Chad's got a good team. Um who knows if Debo is really healthy. I think Debo is a little overvalued right now, but Amon Rush should be, should be good. Mike Evans, he's projected for 14.2, and he's been pretty good, but he's also facing the Saints, and Marshawn Lattimore is projected back this week. Last time they faced against each other, they both got a suspension. So I think Lattimore could get in Evans' head, hopefully, and hopefully that throws off Tom Brady too. So... Hillary can sneak one out here because it'd be nice if she can get Hopkins back and a healthy Fournette. But yes, I'm going Hillary. One thing always in the Saints Buccaneers game, Saints play Tampa tough since Tom Brady's been there and he has not put up big games. So I expect much of the same. They're already a struggling offense. So if you have Tampa Bay players, I wouldn't expect much. All right, Jake. I'm going Richad Olmstead. Uh, Richad, I, I just think, I just think Hillary, uh, her her team is not real strong this week, unfortunately. Um, she's got those big those big wide receivers, but you know, really really weak at the running back spot. Um, Flex is pretty weak too. Um, I, I I don't think Chad's team is Eric. You said his team's real good. I don't think his team is that great. Um, but I think he does win this week. All right. Next, we have the number five seed, Tyler. God, I hate saying this name. Dick Tannis versus the number 12 seed, Taylor Gorman. All right, Tyler, he's rolling with Joe Burrow. He's got Ramondre Stevenson, Mixon coming back. Hopefully, Gabe Davis, Garrett Wilson, who is... A new player with Mike White under center, Travis Kelsey, Zeke. First time we said Zeke, Cordell Patterson. Looking at his bench, he really doesn't have anybody that he can throw in. Maybe Cam Akers if you want to play that card, but I'd probably stay away. Taylor, he's got Joe Burrow, Algier. Oh, gosh. Hopefully you're not starting Tyler Algier. Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Kelsey, David Ajoku, Tyler Lockett, Josh Palmer. I think he has to start it, Algier. Uh, I know. I see that. I mean, do you try Cam Akers? He's the starting running back. Algier, he's got two guys. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I'm going Tyler either way. I think Joe Mixon coming back. But Ramondre Stevenson, that dude just scores. Scores and everything. Damian no, Harris Damian Harris is out. But they face the Bills. Yeah, but has the Bills defense been that good this year? I don't know. I just they went know. in as the number one defense, and they were good the first couple of weeks, but injuries have taken their toll or have taken mm. their toll. I just don't think D- Buffalo is that great defensively anymore. So, but either way, I still think Tyler's got the the better team. Well, I just Eric. want to make it a point that Taylor messaged me and said, showed me a picture and screenshotted his matchup 
on the sleeper app and said, dang, because he lost on the sleeper app and didn't realize his real matchup was actually on the website where he won. So he actually thought he lost this week, and I had to tell him, hey, if you go to the website, you can actually see that you win. <laughs> so he didn't even know he was going to play this week. But, yeah, I think uh, I think you have to go with Tyler here. Um, his roster is, if Mixon plays, which it sounds like he should play this week, then, yeah, I think those those running backs over Taylor's running backs are a lot better. The wide receivers are probably about a push. Obviously, the tight end's a push, but yeah, I think uh, those running backs are are good enough to to push Tyler over the edge. Agree, Jake. You can't pick against your boy Garrett Wilson, right? This is this is tough. Um, I like the flexes of Taylor better. I, I'm going Taylor. I agree. Um, yeah, I I don't like his. I don't like his running backs, um, but I think his, I think his wide receivers uh, make up for that. Uh, Zeke could score two points easily, and that is if he doesn't get in the end zone, he doesn't get any points. So I'm not, I'm not gonna bet on Zeke for for Tyler. Um, he's also starting Tyler Higby in his flex spot, and I'm not a Cordell Patterson fan. Um, so I, I think Taylor's flex is is much stronger. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Taylor. You know what? I'm flipping mine now that I'm actually looking at it. The Tyler Algier thing did scare me. I think that's what kind of threw me off. I like Taylor's team better. Just across the board, they scratched Travis Kelsey. They scratched Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Yeah. I mean, the Tyler Higby start, you know, Man, that's that's a, that's that's pretty rough. That's, I mean, yeah, Tyler Higby and Tyler Algier. I mean, those two really cancel each other out because those are two right. bad plays that you have to do. And then I just like Taylor's flexes a little bit better. I'm going Taylor. I think we're gonna go clean sweep, which means Tyler will win. But yeah, I am actually gonna switch and go Taylor too. I think Garrett Wilson. We're all gonna fall in love with it from this last week. He's not going to put up 30 points again, and you know Diggs is going to be consistent. So I, the Tyler Lockett, Josh Palmer, right there, out trumps Zeke Higby and Patterson. Plus, he's got yeah. so he needs right. he. I still think he does need some luck in the touchdown department from Stevenson and Mixon staying out of the end zone. But I think both teams need to look at the waiver wire, see who's out there, because there's got to be somebody else that you can put in over Taylor, over. Algier and Higby. There's got to be somebody with a higher upside. All right, we have two more matchups. So we have the number six seed, Paul Volkman, who got the six seed based off scoring the highest points. And then the underdog right here, the the highest seeded team left, the number 19 seed, Tyler, or Todd Brzee. Paul, he's got Lamar Jackson, Nick Chubb, Jamal Williams, Scary Terry, Garrett Wilson, Kelsey, Godwin Lockett, Jeff Wilson. And then Todd, he's got the red hot Jalen Hurts, Damian Pierce, Kamara. He does lose DJ Moore to a bye. He also has Greg or Garrett Wilson. He's got Michael Carter, who might not play. Montgomery, Stephon Diggs. Looking at his bench, I'd probably put Drake London in there just for that touchdown upside. Maybe he's got Samaj P. Ryan just in case Joe 
Mixon doesn't play. Zay Jones. Oh, Zay Jones. Zay Jones, you're putting in there. I'd still probably put Drake London in there instead of Michael Carter if he doesn't play. So that's just me, Todd. I, I'll let you guys pick. Uh, I'm going Paul. Paul Volkman. Um, pretty much, pretty much for what you were saying was, uh, yeah, he's he's got some trouble with DJ Moore out and Michael Carter possibly being out, even if he's not, um, not putting up big numbers anyways. Especially with the offense is completely different now with Mike White in there. Um, Dave Montgomery is. It could be either way. Um, I guess they're going against the Packers this week. He might be Dave Montgomery might be all right. Um, but I really like Paul Volkman, Lamar Jackson. That's kind of a wash with Jalen Hurts, I think. And uh, is it though? Uh, Nick because Chubb. Lamar Jackson hasn't been putting up points lately. I, I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did like the last three weeks. I know that, you know, last week wasn't great, but. It's been very um, underwhelming since the uh, Bateman injury. He had those three big, huge weeks where all we kept hearing was MVP. And since then, it's been a little rough, but no, I, I agree. Those two could end up being a wash because you never know what you're going to go with Jalen Hurts. So what do you think? Yeah, I'm going, Eric? I'm going Paul Volkman. It's a tough one. Um, I said earlier, Chubb or Watson's probably going to get 30. And if Chubb gets 30, it's going to be a tough one for Todd Brisi to avoid a loss here. Um, I always like how you drop that out in for every single matchup, Eric. Well, this guy, if he scores 30, he's going to win. Well, yeah. (laughs) Anyways. He has another three-touchdown game. He's probably going to win, too. I just think Jalen Hurts is going to outscore Lamar Jackson. And Man, that's tough for you to say, isn't it? God. You hate Jalen Hurts. I okay. just really like the flexes of Paul Volkman a lot better than Todd Brisey. And that's what's killing me right now. That's what's so hard to avoid. Um, yep. And Kelsey over Dulcich. So, yep. I guess I have to go, Paul. I mean, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be really tough if you know Kelsey scores thirty. Yeah, if he has three touchdowns, it's gonna be That'd tough. Be really to, tough. Yeah. So here uh, I propose this question, to you guys. So Todd, he's got two good quarterbacks. He's got Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields. I don't know if Justin Fields is gonna play this week or not, but he's got Green Bay and Justin Fields would probably be able to run. He, you just watched what Jalen Hurts did at Green Bay. And Justin Fields, he's going to run. He's He's been doing it. Who would you play? If would he's it, coming back. I don't think would, Fields plays this week. I'm just, Okay, if he does, though, do you roll with Justin Fields, who has been, I mean, both quarterbacks have been putting up points. But who do you roll I would, with? I wouldn't bet against Jalen Hurts. I think it'd be hard to bench Jalen Hurts right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I totally see your point, but plus Mo, plus Mooney's out for this out for the season now, 
So it's just another weapon that could pull the defense away. I mean, let's be real, Eric. Yeah, Mooney wasn't really affecting Fields's no, but he could be fantasy running, stats at all. He could be running some deeper routes to pull a safety off that would open up more running room for Fields. I don't know. I'm just saying he's got. It makes a difference when you lose your receiver. Just ask Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. Paul's got a good team. He's got Antonio Gibson on his bench. It's a solid bench person right there. I don't know who he's gonna. He would start him over. Jeff Maybe. Wilson. I don't know about that. All right. Final matchup. We have AFC number seven seed Ben Binder versus the number 15 seed Tyler Stuttenbeck. Ben, he's got Josh Allen. He's got Rich, Rich Had White, Austin Eckler, Amon Ron, Juju, Jamal Williams, Deontay Johnson, Zay Jones, and the Dallas Cowboys defense. Tyler, he's got Patty Mahomes. He's probably losing Najee Harris. He's got Latavius Murray. He's got Diggs, Steelen, George Kittle. George Kittle's been playing pretty well as of late, too. Zay Jones, Alan Lazard, Brandon Ayuk, who's been a stud. Looking at his bench, he could probably, well, he's going to have to throw on a running back. Oh, boy. Yeah. Good luck with that, Tyler. Hopefully, Benny Snell is on your, your waiver. Hopefully, Jalen Warren's on your waiver claims because you're going to need that. Um, I'm. I'm oh boy, I'm going Ben. I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm also going Ben. I, what I really like about Ben's team, and we haven't seen this much, is you know the handcuffs, and he's got Richad, and he's also got Leonard. You know, swap them out. You know, Leonard doesn't play. You got Richad. Leonard plays. Put Leonard in. Yeah, yeah. I I just looking at his bench now, and that's pretty solid. And Gus Edwards. Get Cordell Patterson's yeah. bench. Say what you want about him, but he puts up ten to fifteen points about every week. I I'm going. Probably... Ben, I'm going Ben as well. I think his team. It's the first team that I've seen that really doesn't have a weak. I guess you could probably say Dawson Knox is his weak spot, but other than and, that, and it's gonna really gonna be tough for Tyler if uh, Eckler scores thirty. Yeah, See, I mean, real tough. You know, Tyler's been rolling with Zay Jones since like week two. He has been the one guy that's been, Zay Jones has literally carried him to the playoffs because nobody's been playing him and he's just been putting up point at points after points after points. Yeah, kind of a, a funny team, funny how he got into it. He picked up Latavius Murray last week, right after our episode. I mean, he got him off waivers. He did have Brees Hall, which helped him early on in the season. That's why his running back situation is so poor. But yeah, Tyler, I know you're a listener. I'm sure I know I'll receive a text message from you not picking you. Sorry, man. You know I, what's I, really surprising? What's Sorry to interrupt you. You made me think of it when you said Brees Hall. You know one name we haven't seen on one playoff team? Kenny Walker. Kenny Walker. Yep. That's crazy. I, I, yeah, Kenneth Walker, you would think would be a guy that would have boosted teams towards the end. Not a single one. A Not a single running back one. that scores quite a few points in touchdowns is not on one playoff team. Not one yeah. team. I didn't see him on a bench or nothing. And the quarterbacks, too. You look at, I would think, like, there'd still be possibility of Justin Herbert. 
you know, being one of the quarterbacks that, because he's been playing well as of yeah. late, especially now that he's got his no Justin Herbert. Um, yeah, but Justin Herbert would have gotten drafted probably higher than he performed fantasy wise this season. So that might have a factor. Yeah. Another name that I never mentioned CD Lamb. Never saw him on no CD Lamb owners. Yeah. No, not there's somebody. Jonathan Taylor. Not owner. one in our. Oh, well, one. duh. Well, duh. That's. Duh. You can't win. Yeah. If you, when he's your number yeah, one if you pick. drafted Jonathan Taylor number one overall, you've lost. Pittman, that was one of your boys right there, and he's he, Pittman's a guy. No AJ Brown. No AJ Brown. No, I just had somebody in mind too that I was going to say. AJ Brown's surprising. Yeah, I thought for sure he'd be one guy that. Those are that, all the. Yeah. I think those are all the big names I can think of that is not on one t- team left, which is kind of cr- it's crazy to think there's still. Well, how many teams did we go over? There's 16 teams that I just went over. Well, there's, well, hold on. Yeah. So there might be those players that are on the double buy. So there's eight more teams sitting oh, there yep, that yep. could have. Oh, but you would think okay. with these six, with one of the 16 teams that we just mentioned, right? You would hear one of those names, right? Yep. You you would sure think so. Another name, another name that um, we didn't mention, and it's not surprising because he hasn't played basically all season, but people may have, have drafted him and really hurt them, um, was Keenan Allen. He would be that second, third rounder that didn't play for you the entire season. No, Jake, that's DeAndre just Swift your, is another one. Just your dynasty team. I don't. <laughs> why, why would it? It didn't hurt my fantasy team. Your dynasty team. My dynasty team, it didn't hurt it. It sure helped you had him. Well, he's back. He had 15 points this week. Yeah, no, I, someone in my redraft league dropped him and I picked him up. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm like one of the best teams in in the league, and I'm getting him back at the right time. It's all right. That's what I got him for? Winning I'm shit. sure there's plenty of guys that were drafted in the first or second round. If I was to go back look at ADP. That we haven't mentioned, and you would think, and if we haven't mentioned them, it's probably because they did poorly. I mean, out of all the guys that we mentioned, C.D. Lamb has probably been the A.J. Brown. Those two probably been the most consistent, I would say. But I understand yeah. Keenan Allen because he bit you in the ass and he missed the majority of the season. DeAndre Swift, he was probably a first round pick, and he Swift. Well, you missed most you of the season. Much, so. I talked him up. Yep. Gus Edwards, or not Gus Edwards, geez, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, if he was your first overall pick, you got 24 players going in between that, 23 players going in between that. Yeah, you're you're just not going to do well. So your first round won't win you it, but it will certainly lose you it. Yep. So. All right, guys, anything else to say to the listeners? Yeah, I, have a question. Up? I just yeah. noticed on our on our the top of our Skype video here, someone's name is Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. What's that? Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Never heard their music? Never heard? Is it, so it's a band? Yeah. Yeah. No. Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. What's their genre? Form. Performed by the Wonders or or the Oneaters. You guys ever watch the movie That Thing You Do? 
Tom Hanks is in it. He's the manager of a band. They get famous for a song called That Thing You Do. Anyways, they play. This band ends up doing a movie role in the movie, a movie within a movie, and they are called Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. So that's always kind of stuck with me. And I named some random, everybody looks at me like, where the hell did you come up with Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters? Well, here we are. We are the new Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Maybe that should be our dynasty podcast name this off season. Captain Geach, the Shrimp Shack Shooters. So Jake and I are the Shrimp Shack Shooters? Yep. Can, I don't know if that's we, a compliment or not. Can we vote on it? Or <laughs> here, here goes Jake. The lovable loser who is already... If you, if you keep your mustache, I'll agree to it. Yeah. My wife doesn't really like it, but that's okay. Hi. Yeah. I don't have a lovely wife like you do. Who loves the mustaches? If you and come home from work football. tomorrow and, and you still have a job, great. <laughs> Keep it. All right, let's get back on track. So, a couple reminders: January eighth, that's Sunday at noon. We are doing the end of year celebration. Um, it's going to be at the Annex. We're going to help support Squeak, who I think Squeak just had a birthday yesterday. So, happy belated birthday to you, Squeak. He's the owner of the Annex and also in the Mega Bowl. I will send a Google sheet out just to kind of get a sign up to see who's going to be there, kind of have a feeler. Um, I've kind of tossed around doing the idea of a potluck because the, the, there's an, um, the annex has a restaurant attached to it called Uno's, uh, if you're not from around here. But Uno's doesn't open up until like 4 o'clock that day, so there won't be any food unless we do a potluck. Otherwise, we can just... Show up and drink, have a few beers, watch some games. I'm cool with that too. Um, make sure you pay attention to the website. That's where all of the playoffs is located. That's all we have for you. Next week, we're going to kind of touch. I haven't decided yet if we're going to do, if I bring out our worst takes of the season, um, we might dive into a little dynasty talk to preview what's to come for this off season. We'll try to spice things up, but until then, Best of luck to everybody in this upcoming round two of the playoffs. Look forward to watching your matchups, seeing how they play out. But until our next episode, see you guys. And as a wise man once said, or to your mother. See you.